This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. This is the Philadelphia 76ers post-game show. And the Sixers win on Jimmy Butler with a game-winning triple. Are you kidding me? The Sixers post-game show right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. 76ers against the Utah Jazz in Salt Lake City, winning in Salt Lake City in back-to-back years for the first time since 1987-1988. The Sixers able to get past the Jazz by a very sound margin of 114 to 97. Brian Seltzer with you on the post-game show. We're going to hear from Tom McGinnis in a little bit. Let's check back with the studio. Do we have Brett Brown? No. We do. I believe so. Let's go to the winning head coach right now. No, we don't. Lost the head coach. Heard a little bit of him in the earphones before coming back from the break. It sounded like he was very pleased. And how could he not be with the way the 76ers played in tonight's game? You know, it took them about a quarter and a half to really find their legs out in Utah, having flown across the country yesterday following that tough Christmas Day overtime loss to the Boston Celtics. But down the stretch of the first half, they went on a 9-2 run to take a 5-point, 57-52 lead going into the break. And after both teams went through some choppy play in the opening three minutes of the third quarter, the Sixers really opened things up. They seized a double-figure lead. J.J. Redick was terrific in staking the Sixers to that double-digit advantage. They got a nice bench boost midway through the third quarter. And down the stretch, it was just the Sixers pouring it on. Sixers making shots. The Utah Jazz missing them. All around, the Sixers received balanced contributions from the box score. You can start with J.J. Redick and his team-best 24 points. Joel Embiid with 23 points, 15 rebounds, 6 assists, and 5 blocked shots. Ben Simmons, great night the second-year point man of the 76ers. 14 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists, 3 steals. That is his fifth triple-double of the season. Good for second-best 
in the NBA, and I, I thought he was a really important presence when Utah started to apply some heat in crunch time after Joel Embiid fouled out. Simmons came up with a key score in the low post. Then he snagged a big offensive rebound, set Jimmy Butler up for a basket to help the Sixers go back up by 20 points, reclaim control of the game. Butler finishing with 18 as the Sixers knock off the Jazz. 114-97, to matching the largest margin of victory in a road game at Utah since January of 1983. Sixers were looking for a big bounce-back effort in a big way, and they got it tonight. They improved to 23-13 on the season, while the Jazz dropped to 17-19 and overall. We're going to step aside for just a second. Come back. We will hear from Tom McGinnis and perhaps get a little bit of Brett Brown as well. It's the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Sixers basketball on 97.5 The Fanatic. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to Sixers.com slash join Club 76, email Club 76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215 97.5 The Fanatic. 76ers roll past the Utah Jazz by the final of 114.97. Brian Seltzer with you on the post-game show. Tom McGinnis in a moment. But first, I believe we do now have Brett Brown. And he is the defensive player of the year. When I look at our metrics, I know him. I'm his coach. His, his, his impact on our team is uh, is overwhelming, and I thought tonight he showed that. I thought Jimmy had some tremendously athletic plays. You know, you can see the firepower that, that we have in him and why he is an all-star. And then J.J. came out and was J.J. And so across the board, you know, we do have firepower, and now managing that and, and, and coexisting and playing together you know, that's my job, and uh, I thought tonight was a good team effort. Nice to see the bench have a night like they did tonight after a night in Boston that it was a little bit rougher. Yeah, you know, and I thought that they played defense. They're a hard team to guard, and we, we prioritized trying to take away the three. I thought some of the threes they got were, were ones that we were prepared to give. Other ones I thought we did a pretty good job of chasing off. Um, I, I got tremendous sort of respect for Quinn. He's been a friend of mine for many years. And I'm, I pay attention. I steal stuff from him, and I'm always looking over my shoulder what's going on here in Utah. And um, they just are a very difficult team to guard, and I thought our bench, to your point, especially was good defensively. The fans obviously were looking forward to seeing Ben Simmons, a lot of hostility directed towards him. How do you think he handled that and kind of spoke with his play? Just what you just said. He spoke with his play. You know, with the exception of those last you know, few turnovers, he, he, he had a triple-double and was dominant, you know, and really was committed defensively. You know, we're all going to look at the numbers, and what I remember most, and I think that the tape will confirm it, is how dominant he was defensively. Look at athletically what he can do. He can switch out on Rubio. He can put an arm behind Rudy. He's just that versatile with his height and his athleticism. And this this is where I'm, I'm, I'm selling my message as hard as I can with him. This is where he can impact the game the soonest. His shot will come. He's only 22. Everybody forgets that. And I think that defensively he was elite. 76ers. Had-
Coach Brett Brown, his team winners in Utah tonight, 114-97, first time since 87-88, that the 76ers win in consecutive seasons in Salt Lake City. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. We bring in now the man who called tonight's game, Tom McGinnis. Tom, obviously a game like Tuesday leaves you with a certain type of feeling. The 76ers would have loved to leave Boston with a win. But next time up, a great response, collective effort. And after needing about a quarter and a half to get going, they really just totally outdid the Jazz in just about every way. No, you're right. It was a very good road victory. And, uh, you know, I thought Utah, early on, they they seemed like they had eight shots, maybe more, that went in and out. So, uh, you know, and they were good looks. So, in a way, the ball wasn't bouncing their way. But I think you raise a good point. I mean, the Sixers are down by seven i believe it was 29 22 after one and then really came on particularly uh midway through that second quarter never trailed after that and never really let them back in utah made one little mini run but they were still down 16 points and uh boy ben simmons was just dominant i i, I kind of take a little bit of an exception where, where jimmy was saying like he doesn't get into the matchup i, I thought he was fired up there was that one sequence where Mitchell stole the ball from the Sixers, and Ben, with that blazing court quickness, ran him down from behind and poked it away. And then shortly thereafter, Simmons had it on offense, and Mitchell fouled him. I mean, you could tell there was heightened tensions. You know, there's a rivalry. I mean, and Ben, you know, how about this? 18,000 fans here, and Simmons, when he was introduced, was, you know, I mean, drowned out by booze. So, Come on, as an athlete, I mean, in, in hostile territory, that's got to fuel you up. And, you know, the, like you'll hear from pro athletes, there's nothing better than silencing a big opposing crowd. And, and Simmons had a huge hand in that for the Sixers. Coach Brown says J.J. being J.J. Well, Reddick was really good making six threes, and Embiid was dominant in spots throughout the game. Yeah, I would love to hear if there's any comments from J.J. Reddick after tonight's game, seeing about the mindset he had coming into this one after that shot went awry at the end of regulation against the Boston Celtics on Tuesday. He was on point and on target. You mentioned, Tom, something at the end of your previous segment, something that we discussed earlier on yesterday evening, if you're listening back on the East Coast, talking about those two individual matchups, Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, and it's not quite the same parallel with Ben and Donovan um, as far as their positions, but uh, I would agree. I would say both 76ers came out with the upper hand. I was actually kind of surprised to see that Mitchell shot uh, 10 of 20 from the field. It seemed like later down the stretch he wasn't coming up with the shots that Utah needed. And again, Joel Embiid had the upper hand on Gobert. He really did. And uh, in terms of Joel and Gobert, like their offensive skill set worlds apart. Gobert doesn't mm-hmm. even look to score. He's a roller at the rim. He did have a nice left-hand jump hook. He certainly was effective at the line. Starting the game 4-4, he made two free throws later, split a pair toward the end of the game. But, you know, that that's that's where, like, half his scoring come, came from at the line, whereas Embiid made a pair of threes and was really effective down low. They had favors on Joel uh, quite a bit. And so, yeah, I mean, when you look at the plus-minus, no doubt about it. I mean, uh Embiid really outdid uh, Rudy Gobert there. And, and again, you could see that there was tension in that deal. One time, Joel fell down, and Gobert just stared at him and didn't offer a hand. And, and I get that. You are not expe- you don't have to help up the opposition. You see it, and we always say, oh, a nice show of sportsmanship. But, you know, there's no – I don't think you, you absolutely have to do that, especially when you're embroiled in a very physical 
uh, tough one-on-one matchup. But uh, no, and then the guy we're not mentioning is Jimmy Butler, and he he was pretty good throughout this game. And you know, there's times that Butler gets a, a younger player that that's not as talented, and it's just. <laughs> It is a vast gulf of difference between uh, when Butler gets a younger player paired up. I mean, he's going to go in and score on that guy. He's just got so much experience and and so, so much physical ability and just the heart of a champion. And so it appears it's a it's a great thing that he's a sixer and he's going to get better and better. I think as the weeks and months go forward. 76ers beat the Jazz 114-97. I think the bench time tonight deserves some love. T.J. McConnell helped hold the fort down during periods of the game when the Sixers were looking to prevent Utah from pulling away. And then we saw Mike Muscala, Landry Shamit make some key contributions in that middle stage of the third quarter when the Sixers really opened things up. Yeah, I would say McConnell did more than hold down the fort. I mean, he was an aggressor early in the game off the dribble and forcing teams to guard him. And then you know, TJ, his range is 17 and in. You know, he can make a, sometimes a little bit outside, maybe the top of the key. But off that dribble, he creates that space. And if you don't honor his shot, they play off him and they try to give help. He's going to make you pay. And he was perfect early in the game. And, you know, he was matched up with Exum. And that's Exum's hard to guard. Exum had a season high. But but point for point wise for a while there, McConnell was, was you know, equaling that. And I thought Mike, after a tough shooting night, in Boston, came back and made some nice shots, had some nice passes. He, t- in turn, uh, threw an alley-oop to Ben. Landry Sham made a three. Furcon played well. Jonah Bolden, although in early foul difficulty, actually, you know, definitely uh, got his legs underneath him and played a little bit better. And so th- that's going to be a big key. Like Coach Brown, when he talks about the Sixers having the best starting five, it's not a coach boasting about his first unit. It's analytically borne out by the numbers. You know, I read an article in Boston, and he acted like the Sixers coach was bragging about his top five. It's it's a, it's a numbers thing. I mean, all these teams can can use the metrics, but it's when that group's out there, not unlike last year when the Sixers had the best first five in the NBA. So it's going to be a matter oftentimes of how the reserves play and where their contributions come from and, and how they fare against that second unit from the opposing team. But a great victory here, and now the Sixers with two days off. I mean, Brian, they – these road trips, not not oftentimes during this trip, the holiday trip into the new year, but certainly in years past, th- these games would be played four games in five nights. And with the breathing room and the schedule, I mean, the Sixers don't play till Sunday night. And so they can get totally geared up and ready to go against a Portland team. That, that's another difficult place to win. But, uh, you know, this is a hard road trip, but certainly gaining a victory here should put the, the Sixers in a good position as they go to Portland, the Clippers, and Phoenix. Plenty of time to load up on your Nike gear, Tom. Enjoy the next couple days. All right, buddy. Good night. Thank you. (laughs) All righty. 76ers defeat the Utah Jazz. Good win tonight at Vivint Smart Home Arena, 114.97. We'll roll back some highlights coming up on the other side. This is some early morning hoops coverage, 76ers postgame style on the Sixers radio network. 97.5, the Fanatic. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers' official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coats games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Join the revolution today. If you are with us early on in this Friday morning, thank you. But if you missed any of the games calls from Tom McGinnis. Let's recap them right now. 
Sixers, well, they flew across the country. They were about 4,200 feet above sea level, and it took them a little bit to get started in tonight's game. Towards the end of the first quarter, it seemed like there was some problems. Now Joel has it. He's going to shoot a three from the left perimeter and in. So Joel Embiid knocks down the three. Sixers cut it to three, 25-22. Their second made three-pointer on nine tries. But the only issue with that was that the triple from Embiid was sandwiched in between back-to-back four-point sequences for the Utah Jazz that sent the Jazz into the second quarter with a 29-22 lead. Good news for the 76ers. J.J. Redick was on point. And now here's Redick with the ball. Redick to the corner, shooting over Korver for three. Good, and a foul on Kyle Korver. So J.J. Redick making a corner three right by the Sixers bench, falling out of bounds, and Korver with the foul. The Sixers, they were not only due for a four-point play, which they got on that sequence right there, but also their first three-pointer. J.J. Redick checked both boxes. Sixers after that were down two, 32-30. to 30. Moving on to later in the second quarter, Ben Simmons with one of several highlights. on the Simmons to Muscala between the rings. Now back here's an alley-oop jam by Ben Simmons. Mike Muscala up top, and Ben Simmons with a throwdown. Sixers down one at that point, 46-45. Mike Muscala with an important three-pointer. The possession after that to put the Sixers in front. Back and forth the next couple trips up and down the floor with the Utah Jazz. But then the 76ers got a nice kick to close the first half, going on a 9-2 run to take a 57-52 lead into the break. A little bit sloppy on both sides to begin the third quarter, but then we saw the same Sixers squad we saw at the end of the first half kick into high gear in the third. Here's Reddick for three. Good again. J.J. Reddick, the ball went into the lane to Jimmy Butler with his back to the basket, kick out to the left perimeter, and J.J. Reddick with two threes sandwiched around the timeout. He's got a team-high 21. And the Sixers were on an 11-0 run to take a 69-55 lead. And that was such a key turning point when the Sixers gripped control of the game. They would only expand the margin as the period wound down. And the Sixers in the half court with the ball. It beat for three, and that's good. Joel Embiid makes it 93-74, his second tray. He's got 21 to lead all scorers. And the Sixers are up 95-79, heading into the fourth. Got a Furkan Korkmaz three-pointer early on in the fourth quarter. Some baskets from Jimmy Butler, like this one. And Ben against Gobert into Butler. Jimmy Butler with a jam, and that shouldn't do it. The Sixers come to Utah. Butler dunks again. Ben Simmons with his 12th assist. It's 111-93 with 3.23 to go in the ballgame. And three minutes, 23 seconds of game time after that. It was the 76ers, 114, the Utah Jazz, 97. The Sixers shot an even 50% overall, holding Utah to 38.5% from the field. 13 triples for the 76ers, 11 for the Jazz. The Sixers were outscored by five from the free throw line. They out-rebounded Utah by three overall. And a key area... Turnovers. The Sixers, they committed 13 turnovers in the game. The Utah Jazz with 16, but the big disparity, points scored off turnovers. Very welcomed flipping of the script compared to Tuesday's game against the Boston Celtics. Sixers outscored the Jazz 26-7 in points off of turnovers. J.J. Redick, a team high with 24. He was 6 of 9 from outside the arc. Ben Simmons, his fifth triple-double of the season. Good for second best in the NBA. 14 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists. We should also mention three steals. Joel Embiid, 23 points, 15 boards, six dimes, 
five block shots. He did foul out, but just a massive night for Joel Embiid. And 18 points for Jimmy Butler, 7-13 overall from the field. He had a rebound, an assist, and three steals. Rudy Gobert with 17-15 and no block shots for the Jazz. Joel Embiid winning that matchup for the second time this season. Donovan Mitchell with 23 on 10 of 20 shooting, only 3 of 10 from outside the arc. 76ers with the victory are now 23-13 and 13 on the year, while the Utah Jazz fall to 17-19. and 19. The Sixers, they sweep the season series from the Utah Jazz for a second straight season. They have now won four in a row against Utah for the first time since the late 1980s. Some good stuff for the Sixers in that series. So no games tomorrow, well, I should say later today, Friday. No games Saturday either for the Sixers. They are back at it on Sunday against the 19-15 Portland Trailblazers team. That game is going to start at 9 o'clock Eastern. We'll hit you with the pregame at 8.50. Big thanks to our guys back at the studio, Tyler Zuli and Brian McLaughlin. Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. And final time, the final score was the 76ers 114 and the Utah Jazz 97. Have a great rest of your Friday. We'll talk to you on Sunday from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season, all year long. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart.